0: peace and blessings and welcome back to the heritage hip-hop podcast this episode is brought to you by transparent credit repair the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair worlds by fixing your credit score you can help yourself get out of debt and take away the things that hinder your process in keeping your money so to open your money open your wallet to keep your money and not to pay out money for debts it would be wise to fix your credit score if you're looking to do that contact Transparent Credit Repair at www.transparentcreditrepair.com or you could call them at 862-250-5122 and tell them Heritage Hip Hop sent you to get something very special in your transaction. On this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, we talk to the freshman, a newcomer when it comes to music that represents those Philly streets, not only for those who are out in the streets, but for those who want to take their minds away from the things that give them pain. We introduce to you Real Gs. And this episode is dedicated to the fathers out there. We hear a lot about the ladies. We do things for the ladies, but sometimes the fathers are just as forgotten in this society as the history of people of color that helped make this society. So this episode, we give it to the dads out there. So salute to all of y'all. And pay attention to this interview because you're gonna get something special out of it. I guarantee it. I'll be back with the rest of my commentary soon after.
1: Ready? Go. All, right, all right, man. Listen, um, I want to say a shout out. Big, 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 big shout out to my old head. Rest in peace, my man Lee 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 Mitchell, aka Lisa Mitchell. I love you, Dad. 81 years. We've been together. We've been doing it since Kobe, since Kobe and Shaq, dog. We've been doing it. we rocking high, rocking low. You know, I could have left and got my own life, but I stayed in the rock with you and God, I thought God wanted me to do it. We might have had our bumps and downs and we might not always agreed on everything, but one thing to sure, we all love each other, you know what I'm saying? And, and I wouldn't have traded for the rest of them to, for, for, the, I wouldn't trade it for nobody else, man. Love you, dad. It's your son, Real Jesus. And I wanted you to get, I wanted you to see this house so I'm going to get you in Georgia, but it looks like you ain't going to be able to see it, but watch. You see your son going to be a legend soon. You'll see him you in the sky. Love you, dad.
2: Peace and blessings, and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This is Karez speaking, and on the line right now, I got somebody who represents Philly Love. Introduce yourself to the people.
1: <laughs> the Philly Love represents Rel well, G's, the one and only, the goat, the legend, the man, the myth, the new new kid on the block, whatever you want to call it. Thank you, Karez, uh, uh, and thank you for inviting me on to the uh, to the radio station, now. Bless, man. I'm blessed, man.
2: I'm Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. Good to talk to you because. If you haven't known, if you don't know anything about heritage hip hop, we are not the typical outlet that does interviews because I really don't care why you started doing music. I care about the reason why you do your music and your message. So let's <laughs> start from the beginning. Real G's is a voice that comes from the inner city that gives hope to the people who understand his message. What is the message that you want to give, and how did you get influenced to give that message?
1: Ah oh, man, that's a good question. Very great question. Um. What gave me my message to um to start my music journey is just, is just I just you know I, I well first of all I just want to give God thanks and give God glory for one because you know He gave me the talent and the gift to do it. Now some people may not understand why some people do things why they do it, but you know I don't know why I, I, I'm, on, I'm on my mission to do what I got to do because you know I just I just give people hope, especially a lot of independent artists. Uh, giving hopes and a product of, you know, just, you know, just keep pushing forward. Cause a lot of people told me I could never do it. People were always jealous of me. People said I could never do this. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do this. And I always told I never could uh, do anything, but I've always beat odds. So I used those, I used, I usually me, you know, people, when people said I couldn't do nothing, I proved to be a living, I like to be a living testimony. They said that you can and, and you will do. I don't take no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what my goal is to uh to uplift people uh talk about my own life experiences and and hopefully use my life experiences as a as a tool to motivate others that's that's' you know, that's whats life period what you just want to do anything you do but that's what I try to do I try to you know use my music as an outlet to try to reach out reach to reach the people mentally emotionally physically whatever you spiritually whatever you needed to do. I just wanted to be a blessing you know the uh also to, to, you know, bless, be a blessing to the people, you know, and, and, you know, I try to, you know, and I try to, you know, don't forget God as well, my, and I, I try not to, you know, get over a zealous, which I don't come my humble dude, but I just try to use my, my music as a, as a passion, a tool to, you know, to just help people. That's kind of my big message.
2: Well, and the thing is, especially when it comes to young black boys or young men of color, whether it be Hispanic or West yeah. Indian, American born, a lot of them men, are always told are beaten mm. to their or beaten to the heads of taught that you won't be nothing or you don't expect nothing great of yes. yourself. Yes. Why do you think it's important for us to always refer back to our inner self to prove them wrong? Mm.
1: I love it. I love what you just said. The key word, y'all, what my brother just said, that was a very good question. Everybody, should, everybody in their lifetime should get a question like that to answer. And... And, and even with our young black brothers, and like you said, and we, and we love all, we love all lives matter on the show. We, we, we preach all lives matter. But just to take, just, just to, uh, just to, just do a black lives for the second, you know, we always were told, most generations, when you look at blacks, especially black and Latinos, you always look at, they always been minor, minoritized and always been told, we can't do this and we can't do that. But it's best that we do because, we had to show people that, you know, that, you know, God has made us strong in our own individual way too, and as a whole. But we sometimes let the media and other races in the government, you know, tear the apart so bad that, you know, we, 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 you know, we're so used to being, you know, mentally, you know, slaves and slave And, oh, we, oh, we, we got to bow down and kneel. And, and we, we so always look, we always, we always, our problem is, we'll, in our culture, we, we always we can contest, and just that we get stuck in the past so much, we don't never let go. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta learn to forgive first. You have to first forgive people before you forgive people. You forgive yourself, and then forgive the people that did to you. I mean, it's easier said than done, but you have to because you never can get blessed that way if you keep going back in the past. You gotta move forward, one. And once you find out that question, why? That's when you can unlock the power and to know what you gotta do. And I think we, until as a black people as a holder, we learn why, you know, we we we've been beaten battered, why people don't we're not gonna always be liked or why and just learn how to just go through life and don't let those let those excuses and, and procrastination bother us, then I think that's how we can move forward.
2: That's a very good um segue because I'm going to talk about with you moving forward wow. while having the past actually influence our movement. And mm. it comes from, it comes from the music that you have put out on The Freshman, which is out right now for wow. so anybody who wants to hear real wow. G music. Mm. I want to talk to you about some of that influence that helps create your music. Mm. You are a person who's in the Nate Dogg Domino type era of hip hop where you actually harmonizing the lyrics to reach the soul of the listener. Wow. Why wow. do wow. why do people from the inner city always think that you have to have a hard lyric and that harmony cannot reach the soul of the listener?
1: You know why? Because I I think because they're so... I think they're afraid of being uh, true to themselves or, or no, that's too feminine. I ain't trying to sing. And uh, that's too gay or or, or that's, not, that's not cool or... Or they're afraid what somebody said. But in actuality, R&B was always a, a gateway to help hip hop artists move forward, as we see now. The younger generation, Lil Durk is using it a lot. Uh, uh, a Boogie, uh, P and B Rock, even he, he, the, the, the P Rock. he was in jail. He was in jail. He was a, a hard skin life, a hard nose skinny light skin Kid, but doing time, and now he came out of jail and became big. And, and now he's doing R and B, R and B, and then doing does rap a little bit. And he sings in his harmony, all you hear is sing. Uh, Chris Brown's doing it, Trayvon's doing it, R. Kelly did it. So, I mean, so um, using – using you don't have to have a hard lyric or try to be tough. Now, if you live that life, that's one thing. But you ain't got to try to exercise your muscle or try to be strong to show people that you are. That's going to come off when people notice you. When people see you, they'll see, oh, strong dude, he's a strong brother. Uh, you 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 gotta flex your muscle on every track because some tracks are not called for that. You know you gotta always you gotta talk with people. You, you know they say you know you know what they say in church. You gotta reach people where they're at. You know, right. a drug addict, uh, uh, um, a drug, a drug 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 a drug addict, um, a sex a sex offender, sex abuser, homosexual, whatever it is. Everybody, you got to be. You got to deal with people in different ways. You got to reach people to where people can understand you. So where other people, where other people can just bash you in the head with it. Well, maybe this other brother. Well, this brother, he might not be as aggressive, but we can understand. But we understand his message. So it's all is ways of multiple ways of how you do it. You know how you reach people. Everybody is in a different way. Everybody learns things differently. So that's up to us as musicians to understand how people think. And, and don't, I'm not saying no, you don't, 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 don't let people control you. You know what I mean? You gotta put the message out. But you gotta understand your, your, um, your, your, uh, your, your, your audience and what they like. And, you know, and, and that's how you, know, get better.
2: I think the father of that style that you're talking about is TQ. You ever heard of
1: TQ? TQ, I, I, I I've heard, I've heard of him, but I never really got to really learn Here, of him, but I that. would like to him.
2: TQ! T.Q. was the father of that style because he was the one who took the – Nate Dogg was a harmonizer.
1: Yes, yeah, he was, yes. Yeah.
2: Domino was not a harmonizer. He was like a um, a, he's like already on time with delivery. T.Q. was the one who took the street and really put harmony into it over a hard beat to convey a message. And I think if T.Q. came out today, he would be a, he, he would be the one who would be the head of that genre. And the reason why I asked about, yeah, I think he would be the father. I mean, ahead ahead of the genre. And the reason why is because when nineties R and B fell into two thousands R and B, a lot of the MCs and the singers start looking the same.
1: Yeah, you know what? I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. agree.
2: And then, and then that, and then that's where we go back to the. Because I want to talk to you about this, especially because you're from you're from Philly, and Philly is the home of some of the most hardest. Gangsterish people who did R and B. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, like, 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 when we go back to the to to the times of the sixties, fifties, sixties, and even the seventies, even if you talk about first choice with the with the dance music, you had some of the most gangster street people who could harmonize. The people had the respect. Not only that they pulled the girls, but they were very true to their lifestyle. Why do you think Uh it's important today for people to always be true to their lifestyle, no matter how? they um present their music
1: it's it's very important to be true to your lifestyle because people can see the all the authentic the authenticity and, and the realness and, and the rawness it's it, it's like when you let's let's say you go to a a, a bakery right when mm-hmm. you watch a the bakery there's different steps to layer a cake so before mm-hmm. layer before you saw it, before the, before you, before you saw the um the finished product you had to start somewhere in order to get that 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 place So you watch the the baker and the bakeress. You you know you do this, do this this, and that. They want this flavor, put this topping here, do that there. They break it down, make it, make the dough. You know whatever they bake it up, flip it up, and and they make it to where you know all with all the ingredients. You got to make sure the ingredients you know stick with them. So you know and then once the cake is done, now it's a masterpiece. Well, just like yourself. uh the why why a wise woman once told me the good to be even spoken of. Uh you never want your you never you never want your um you don't want your person you don't want people to mistake you one one mistake you make because you weren't being true to yourself. So you yeah. always gotta even though you're in your music you gotta be raw not only just in your music and, and true in your music, but you gotta be true also in yourself as well because you don't practice what you preach, I tell you, you already know whether it's spiritual or physical, people won't come at you. So you always want to always have your sword sharpened and always have your book ready to when to when you're ready. So you'll know, like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I know you might not agree with this, but I know what I stand for, and I, and I and I do this for a reason. And now people can see, oh, well, I see why you're so true and, and authentic in what you do. Well, so that's how I, that's kind of what I think.
2: Okay, so there's a truth that you relate in your relate in your music when we talk about. I'll go. Tell me about the track I'll go, and what's the truth that you're in that song?
1: And I'll go, uh, that's a funny, actually, it was funny you asked about that song. I was I was surprised you picked that song. Out. A lot of people like that song because, um, um, we all, to be honest, it was all a double team effort. Uh, an artist of mine, um, uh, an artist, of friend I worked with, La, um, Adonis, and a rapper Trey Prada, and 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 also uh, me, of course. Um, we all, we we all, well, we all. Well, originally, us, uh, me, Lion and Dallas had the original idea, but Ly had the original idea. She made the idea, but we just was, uh, we just played a part in putting it together. And she just let me have the song, of course. But um, she um, but but you know, we all. The, the goal was the lifestyle was um to show that um that to to have um it was a summer. It was it basically. The goal of the summer song it was stash a uh, style flash on uh, basically you know uh, showing people showing um viewers that you know living enjoying your life and living your life to the fullest. You know, good vibes, great vibes. That that was the the goal of the song to motivate people into um to uplift people to like, you know, you know, listen, just, just because you, you may not got this, but you got this. Or if you don't got this, you got that. And is um to you know just to take take um, the viewers into a trip in our song to let you know that you know, oh, you know I mean I any other time I go go short time that is I don't think I let go let's go uh 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 it just it's like you know it's uh, it's just everybody you know listen, missing just get up and go and just do you that's kind of what the vibe was with that song.
2: But well, why in today's music is everybody not doing them? They're doing everybody else. Cause even with even with some of the stuff I hear today everybody has the same flaw, yep. and, and that's not really that's not really doing you that's doing the trend so it's how does how does you how does real g does do him and not do the trend
1: wow wow you know what i i i think it's like i think it's before before I always say work hard work hard I think I, I got to take the Floyd standpoint. It, 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 the more hard work, I mean, you you come in the industry doing you first. You, guys, you could, it's always it's okay to do a trend now and then, or I try to show your versatility. There's Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. But what I try to do is, bro, I try to be and honestly, what I try to do, I try to do my flow first. And when you when you watch the freshman, my goal is to show you all the, the versatility of my music. I didn't want to be. That's, oh, that's a that's a I mean some people could compare me to I heard Name Dog, some people said Young Thug, or some people said some people said uh Biggie or uh, I, I got new school. I can compare new school and old school. I've heard so many different comparisons, but, but I but my main surgery certainly would to let you know. I wanted you guys to know 'cause I will I started off as a singer first. So as needed being a singer and, and incorporating my rap that I've learned how to build later and work on and still work on constantly, you know, I just wanted to be a double dynamic. So now that I got a double dynamic, I can use that in the, as an effect, uh, you know, just to, just to, just to make my music pop a little bit, but also not try to do the fast, uh, I can do that flow like everybody else do, but I try not to, I try to use my own flow first. I can speed up fast or I can go slow. It doesn't matter because the Philly Rabbit, you know, Philly Rabbit, they have to, the, the authenticity, the the start of slow and then go fast, or start fast and then go slow. I had that versatility, so I try not to do the trend. I try to do my own lane first before I do a trend. But before I, I do trends later, I can like the I Go song. A lot of people didn't know I can I can with that that flow there. That actually, uh, I surprised, I shocked, Lye and all the people on the track because they said, damn, bro, we didn't know you can flow like that." I was that was that when I did the song and the harmonizing and all that in the background, they didn't know I could do that floor at the end. and toward the end they said, Damn, we know you do that. That was just a that's just a, I can bring that out when it's time to bring that out. But don't don't overdo it. That's what people do, they overdo it.
2: Yes they do. And you see that's what i that's what makes me so upset when it comes to the game because everybody's trying to hit a home run but not understanding that by pacing yourself and building yourself, not only do you incorporate your talent, but you are actually making the listener pay attention to you. So they could comparing you to somebody else. Mm. I want to I say, I want to say, I can't compare you to other people that come out of Philly because everybody from Philly is known for having a clarity, a tone, and a and, and, a, and, a, and a punchline. Yes, okay. What is the Philly scene in your in your definition, and how do you perfectly fit into the Philly scene?
1: Actually, I like what you said. You're very right on point. A lot of, a lot of, we all know for raw, it's really very raw and talented and, 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 you know, very rugged. So, you you look at Cassidy, you look at, uh, State Property, and you, you, you look at, um State Property, you look at, um Will Smith, and you know, you look at, um, Jill Scott and his own child, and you know, um even though it's raw, don't get me wrong, he, even though it's wrong, whatnot, but um, you still have a lot of a lot of but Philly, but Philly uh, has a lot of mixture in it because you still got R and B and hip hop. So I still kind of fit in the in the I fit in the uh, uh, trend of thing because you know me knowing a little a Uzi and P and B rock took took me to a different level to where now we're more comfortable. We can do you can be a, a, a rapper and emo or pop and rap or. Or, 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 um, uh, rock and rap. And you know, so I think they, they kind of opened the door to where, where it's kind of more of a utility can, I mean, well, actually, they started from Will Smith. Cause Will, I mean, from Will, Will Smith from the rap scene, you know, I mean, cause he was, wasn't really raw, but he was smooth. And Daddy, mm-hmm. Daddy Jeff. So, so, you know, they, they, they you know, and so I mean, it's, it's, um, so I kind of, I still, even though you, I'm different, but you still have my rawness in my music as well, like real talk. Uh oh um well those 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 two songs, yeah you 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 uh and drop below actually. Drop below, real talking oh, you can hear the rawness, the filly really rawness in me in those three songs. So I still got it, don't me wrong. It's like a jab. Like don't 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 come on, don't sneak on me. I still can get that jab off. Don't just because I'm big I can still I can still sneak it in there when it comes in the box of the So it's kinda like I my music is. I feel, even though I'm different, but I still got the little wall
2: in authenticity in it. Facts. I like that. Because when we think of Philly, right, especially in today's genre, everybody always equates hip-hop to music. So people bring up Will Smith or Meek Mill, Benny Siegel, Freeway, of course, Salute to all of them. They always do. But you know who really really personifies Philly to me, more than anybody? Aaron Owens of the N1 mixtape. AO was the one, AO was the one who really incorporated Philly because not only did he never have, he had a never stay die attitude, Him him and Marvin Harrison, they were the type that was like, they were the type that was like, we from them streets, but we know how to carry ourselves in a way where we let that street mentality take us to the next level. What is the next level? Oh, okay. What is the next level like for 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 Real G? And how is he going to get there when it comes to music or anything else that he wants to put onto the um the table to show the world?
1: That's a good. That's a. I like how you use them too as an example. Tomorrow Mariah Harrison still had that. What you call him? He was quiet on the coach, He wasn't really loud, but he still had that. But don't. But 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 listen. I, but you saw him in the club when they had the scrap. Whatever. And you know when he got you know in trouble with that. Well, I still got my street mentality, don't play with me, nigga. Like that type thing. <laughs> they still they still they do. And right. you know, meek uh I tried to um I kinda emulate Kevin Hart's persona because um uh 'cause me, me 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 had me had gotten better on it, but in the beginning, you know, he, he kind of brought that thing. Sometimes when when some people get rich, they kinda of bring that well well not the older generation. Well, yeah, well, some of the older generations too. Some of the older and the new, from Benny Sing and down, you know, they kind of on that hood mentality into the industry. And sometimes you you can't always bring that hood mentality stuff when you're doing big things. You can't. I mean, it's one thing to the rap body here and there. and uh, Jay tried to when Jay Z and and tried to school them, they didn't really want to listen. Now Jay's not no perfect saint, but you know he tried to school Beans and them, but they didn't want to listen. So that's why they could have they could have been bigger than what they were, even 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 as big as they are now. It could have been way bigger, but they didn't want to, you know, do certain things. They didn't want to do this. They didn't want to do this and do that. So my thing is to be better. I do when when I get on and I'm always going to work, I mean, it's time to go out and have fun, but I'm always working on my craft. I'm going to work like I never had nothing. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a always doing it. I don't want to never, I don't never want to, I always I want to feel comfortable unless when all the work is done. When all the work is done and I spend my time when I'm in, in the studio, when I'm out of the studio mowing and stuff like that. When I finish that, unless it, then I'll, you know, get back into the swing of things. You know, you got to, you got to, my my old mentor always told me, you always got to, you know, you, you always work, you always keep working. The grind never stops. So that's what I want to do. I want to always keep grinding. I never want to get to the point where I'm very, 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 very comfortable. So I think that's my difference, what I'll do. When I get into the industry, I want to always, you know, work and don't bring that hood mentality stuff all the time. But, you know, to just, just be business and have people take you serious because you don't want people not to, you know, respect your craft and your uh, and, and, and your, and your authenticity.
2: Word. But, see, I, you said one thing I did not like, and you said when you get on. You're already on. It's not even oh, about the yeah. major label. It's about branding yourself and making yourself a powerhouse. What is the Real G's brand, and what is your power?
1: Ooh, mm, brand. I'm all, you're right. Actually, yeah. You know what? I am. You're right, but I I, I kind of take myself. I, I I even though I'm on, I try like to. I still try to make sure that I'm, that I'm still working. Let you know that I'm still, still, you know, still, 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 still working. And I think the brand, my my brand is kind of like you know grind. I got a, I got two shirts that's called um the um the my 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 OG uh child Ronald Henderson made me uh grind all day. And, I, and, and from my own song I did when I was doing tracks in Delaware with my mentor, Richard Brainiac, shout out to 302, the POT, uh, producer of Delaware, uh, Richard Brainiac. Um we had two songs called Peace and Grind, The Grind All Day I did back, uh, 234 years ago. And Grind All Day is always like been my, 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 uh, my brand and my slogan. Because you know, you always got to work hard, because you, you know, you, you gotta, you, get, you gotta spend money to make money, whether you you, you, you work, yeah, you, you you got you got a nine to five, or you're trapped in the streets, whatever you got to do to make that money, to put into your craft, to make it to make you be successful, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes it's called making sacrifices. A lot of people, especially in this area, don't like to make sacrifices. They want things handed to them. But, so, yeah. So I try to. So I tell people like the young artists now, they want all this and want a manager to do this and all that. I said, well, you realize that the, that manager that you want to do. You may you gotta pay that manager, you gotta pay the labels this, you gotta pay the managers, the, the bands, the recording studios, and all that stuff you, you want. You want somebody to pay. Nothing's for free, and nothing's like for free. They're gonna give you an advancement, and, and what they say, well, that's the money we put on you, but we want our money back. So, they don't, young people don't seem to get that, you know, especially Philly artists, if they wanna, oh, the ZV and all that, they want the discounts and this and discount and that, but don't wanna put the work in to get a discount. It bothers me, but, you know, that's what my brand is. I want people to see that, you know, whatever money we got to put, you got to put it out. I I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with saving money, but you got to work with people, build the brand, spend that money, to get to where you got to get to. If it's positive, then do it.
2: That, But see, that comes with understanding what branding is, because as an artist, I'm going to tell you like I tell every other artist. I don't care if you're from Philly, Jersey, New York, whatever. You could be from Mars. If you don't have a Schedule C form when you are an industry artist or not, you basically don't know nothing about yourself. You don't really have confidence. And if if you don't really know what a Schedule C is, look it up, because that's the only way you could be successful with or without the label. The label is not really important. You are important because you are the bag. So while everybody says I'm out chasing the bag, you're not chasing yourself, you're actually giving yourself away. And that's not how to become mm-hmm. a brand or to be successful. Ooh. You may be popular, but you're not popping. It's a difference.
1: Ah, I like that. I like that,
2: actually.
1: I like
2: that. Well, let's go back to you, because I want to focus on you in this interview. And you have a single out now called Get correct?
1: Uh-huh, ah, yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. tell me about the inspiration of that song, and even the visual. 'Cause even with the visual with you in your chill mode, you're still making sure that the camera catches you at your high point, high high at your high moments. Not your feel not your high feel good moments, but your high in the zone moments when you perform. Tell me about the song and how that came about. The song came about
1: actually and I tell people um when I do the interviews, I always say that this was this idea I had was I had it for a while because I wanna do you know, we all, we all heard that we had many, we heard Snoop we heard Wiz Khalifa's, we heard a well, lot of different get-hard songs over the years, and it didn't, it's the same, it's always been the same. So I said, well, you know what, well, let me do something different where I can grow people with my, with, as you said, the Nate Dog and TQ and that flow and brand, I wanted to bring my R&B in development. Even the, the R&B was, that was like, um you know, in a boxing fight, box, like, you know, the jam is is, is, your, is your most important punch for the knockout punch. Well, wow. um, that's, what, that's what I want to do with the hook. If you don't know, with the hook I, I draw people in with that hook. I let the people. I want the hook to draw people. Because you don't think when you're using Z because you don't me to say. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. And then when I draw people, in, I think they say, oh, wow, okay, I think they're going with it. And then the versions were more just like to be chill and mellow and just a vibe and to just... Just, just, just uh, to support the another to support the hook, and you know certain things. You know, even though I was talking about getting high, but it and it, it, whatever, and it kind of like it's, it's really just a feel good vibe. It's like I'm back the juicy vibes, like Biggie's did juicy. I want everybody to whatever gets you high, or whatever gets you, you know, whatever gets you happy. You know, do it. You know, you know, do do what you do, and, and, and if it makes you feel good, then go ahead whatever the case may be. So that's kind of what I was kind of getting off of that song. And like I said, in the visual, I wanted people to see, you know, how I was, you know, even though I was just around the Philly or whatever and just in certain little areas and you see in the video, I wanted, you know, even to be simple, but I also wanted to let people know how much fun I was having too. So that's kind of what I really wanted that was kind of the goal just to, you know, be a, bring a different get hot song but have more feeling to it. All right. I
2: feel that. So then, what is the highest point that you've reached in making music, and how do you keep
1: that high going? Uh, my highest moment. I, well, I'm kind of still, still, you know, still, you know, still, you know, still working. So I, I'm not gonna say. Uh, I mean, if he had, to, if I had to say, you know, this album, EP here is doing, you know, really. Blowing the, you know, blowing the city up by storm and, and different cities and different states by storm. So, I mean, right now, I feel like, you know, my biggest achievement was just getting this, 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 this EP done because, you know, a lot of people told me I wasn't going to get the, no album done, period. So, for me to just do it on my own when I, you know, left my, uh, my other late, my, left my other uh, independent label when I was with, with Delaware, and then for me to finish it and kept on grinding and then it and put the project together. You know, you know, by myself and whatnot. I kind of, that what kind of made me proud to where I feel like I arrived. You know what I'm saying? Because now that I got the album out, now people can say, oh, well, Troy, you just don't got no no singles. You don't just got singles. You know, a lot of them just do singles. And you know, you know, you, got, you gotta, you gotta bring the big boy out. You know, somehow, some way, you gotta prove people that, you know, that you can, that, that you can, you can't put just uh single together and, and just try to put out EPs and albums. So as I got to that point where I think I arrived, I think I, I'm I'm, I'm with the best of them because, you know, I just put the VP out, and the VP out is very, very talented, doing numbers, uh, doing love on Spotify and and whatnot, so I just feel like, you know, I arrived in that sense, but there's still a lot of more work to be done. So let's talk about that work, because work is the one part
2: when it comes to music that a lot of people don't understand. You've been referencing Delaware a lot. Tell me about the Delaware music scene and how Philly affects it when Real G performs
1: you know it's funny because the, the reason why I talk about Delaware a lot is because um, that's kind of where I got where I really 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 developed my I mean I already have my sound but I kind of developed my my rap sound in Delaware to be honest and and uh, well I mean I worked on it here but i kind of did more rapping when I was in Delaware at the time because um, it was a new scenery for me a new scenery and, uh, um I had, I had my, um, I had a, my, my ex at the time now, it was is my ex-girlfriend, but we, you know, was my ex-girlfriend, you know, my, my girlfriend, and I was going out there and getting new, 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 meeting new, new artists, got, got, met, came to friend with a couple of people that I met my mentor, which is uh, who I talked about earlier, Richard Broniac. And, mm-hmm. you know, he kinda, um helped me uh, on my way and kinda bring back my love back to me when, when, when I uh, met him and whatnot. And, I, well, cause I, I took. I, I, I always make a laugh at this. I kinda did what Jordan did. And, you know, when he won the first few championships, the first three years, after that, in 93, 94, he took a break. I kind of did that with music at first. Because, you know, I, I felt like I wasn't doing anything. Well, I mean, well, I, I was I was making moves, but a lot of people were jealous and it was coming behind my back, and I didn't know it. So, you know, once I got to Delaware, I had the new scenery. I was more genuine. A lot of people were really hating on me. Um, they kind of respected my style. I lot thought I was kind of from Philly. I mean, no, people thought I was really living in Delaware. I thought about that I was going to Delaware a lot, but I really was still in Philly, but I was going a lot just traveling traveling like a lot in Delaware. And I would see when I did the different shows and whatnot there, I was like, no, 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 I'm from Philly, but you know, <laughs> I told you I'm from Philly, but I was like, oh, well, darn, you know, this kid from Delaware. Everybody was it, I am from Delaware. And the Delaware scene there uh Million sort of really the same, not really. It's really the same, but the only, but the only, but the maybe the only. What can I say? I mean, I want to. It's really kind of the same. I think really just a little, a little more rawer. But other than Philly and Philly New York is always going to be the the, raw, the the raw music scene, music areas and music scene because it can never, that'll never be you know changed. But you know. But everybody from Jersey, Delaware, and the whole Tri-State watch DC, so they all kind of got the same different flows, the same 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 stilo, but they all have their unique different ways. So it's probably no different.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think, in my opinion, from what I understand of it, cause you can tell me from right or wrong. Hmm.
1: It's
2: it's it's similar, but there always is a difference in when you come where you're from because of the punch. Like um, not I not thought. Right. I'll call New York the Game of Thrones because they are a kingdom unto themselves. You have Greater New York then you have the boroughs. Then the boroughs will stand up for themselves against each other. That's why a lot of people from outside the territories don't get in. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. that. Then Then you have New Jersey who has been systematically taken out of the game because of an issue that I think most people don't acknowledge when it comes to hip-hop, and that's for another show, another time. I think Philly is uh, a Jersey's a street lyricist. They, they, if we go to a, do a show in Jersey, it's the hardest crowd to win over. But when you do, you have lifelong people who will check for you forever. Now, Philly, Philly is more of raw street delivery because – the end of the bar makes the middle of the bar explain the first part of the bar. So oh. you're bar ahead. All right? Because okay, you've got to start with most of the rappers. It's the punchline that makes you understand the bar. That's why they're dope. Like if you think about Benny Siegel's Mac Man, it was about a video game. But how he ended the bar made the game seem more alive.
1: Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Imagine, look at the way
2: he said power pellets in the song. You know what I'm saying?
1: Now. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree.
2: Even if you look at Malik B, rest in peace, with his song on the Roots album, um, The Eyes That I See With, The Ears That I Hear With, Now It's Time to Spark Shit. Spark. That song. See, even in how he flowed, the last part of the bar is what explained the line. Ooh, now, Delaware is the lost child in all of it because... New York, New Jersey, and Delaware, you always ask people, well, who's the hottest rapper in Delaware? And nobody can even tell you a territory in Delaware, and that's a problem. So, Ah. though we have similarities, it's that territory that defines who we are. Why do you think Philly can punch through any territory and be Philly everywhere at the same time?
1: It's how you you broke it down. Because it's like, like you said, um, the like it's basically, it basically kind of interact with you basically all that you were saying the bar He can always go anywhere because Philly sound is so unique. I've heard different states and cities, and from down south the, the, the West Coast, they say, "Yeah, man, we we respect Philly. We we hire respect Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Philly in New York, everybody always talk about them. Always, like you said, New York is in the class by itself. Philly with his wrongness and how the ways you know from the where the, the last bar, uh, go, kind of brings out the middle bar and the beginning bar, um, you know, uh, when being battle Jada Kids, A lot of people wonder why that battle was so close, when when Jada Kid was more skilled lyrically, but it, but really be honest with you, man, lyrically was as great as Jada. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, the bar that he, in that battle, oh my wow, God, Jesus Christ. I mean. <laughs> the, but the something you said he it was like you couldn't really believe you thought me was being a battle and You know Jada Styles Styles and you know them them two together is just you know, as she moves together is just unbelievable. But for me to last with Jada so long is because lyrics, like you said, our ball 'cause we always throwing on the bars and the punchline all together. Mm. So 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 you know what I'm saying? Like like freestyle, like the freestyle now. Uh, well the well free well, I can't even no, I think the old uh, back to the old freestyle with big with Big Tigger and them Big Tigger and the and, and the old school back in from big like recently back in the two thousands. You know, the free even when we free even when your freestyle battles are different now. They're not the same that they were back in the two thousand early two thousands. Now, in this era is more schemes. Which I mean we had a little schemes back then too, but people do more schemes so they bring schemes, plots and delivery all in one. So, hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, that's, um what I, uh, that's kind of why I think Philly, Philly will always be irrelevant because when you look at, in mean, that YouTube era, when YouTube first really was getting big on the scene, you know, uh, Reed Dollars, Big Mill, George Ahad, um Gilly the Kid and Cassidy and, and all the street legend battlers and from each hood, was, was really like, it was, it was, I mean, when you look at it, when you used to go on Philly, I used to go in school, we look up the, the, the battles and whatnot. And every delivery, I kind of sometimes take some, uh, take some of them kaboom and all that. Sometimes I used to take some of their punchlines, but I would freak it out in my own way, to where I could freak out something. So I think Philly's delivery will always, it wouldn't, it would make Philly special. Like, like basically what you were saying earlier. Facts, and see that's
2: why this is very important because at the end of the day, Philly has always had its turn at bat. Philly yes. has also been one of the some of the most Philly and Jersey, but I throw Jersey in. They're some of the most stolen right. yeah. on people in the game because people always take to styles and run with it. You know what I'm saying? And Ooh. and um, I don't care if we go back from to schooly D to. Yeah. Damn, um, Bahamadia for the ladies. It's, it's so, Philly is so funky when it comes to the rhymes and the delivery that yeah. when you come from Philly, that's a heavy burden on your shoulders because you have to represent. And shout out to ARAB because you did the same thing too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do.
1: Shout out to him too. Yeah, he's Shout out by him
2: too. So, so I ask you this question in regards to Philly love and representing where you're from. What is the burden of a Philly MC? How do you perfectly represent where you're from every time you release a project?
1: Ah. You know, it, 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 the burden is very tough. It's like, uh, I mean, I mean, it, 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 it's like trying to be like Christ uh, at, on the cross and trying to die for everybody's sins. Mm. <laughs> mm. About, about it. And, 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 and you know, and you, see, and you saw how you got you right? You got to really, you got to think, you got to, keep, it, it got you to, to think like, well damn, no one never really experienced the, you know, no one can never do what Jesus did. Or it's like, you can't experience, when you don't live Philly, you won't know how the the, the burden of, of being a Philly rapper. Cause you know, Philly people judging people so much. Uh, you don't do it like this, and you gotta do it that way. But actually, it's not really a set way you need to do things. Everybody has a different stature or flow, but if that flow, but if that flow is taking them to good levels, then then, then people need support, not talk about it. Maybe you, just because you don't understand it, doesn't mean it's not good or whatever. But everybody has a different way of doing things, you know. So it's kind of like so the burden of being a Philly rapper is just oh my, cause you know. The Phillies people have always been, they all gonna be the ones that let you know how they feel quick, just like in sports. They might love you for a second, when your ass fell, or I don't know what you call 'em, they drop you like a bat of a dime. <laughs> well, yeah. that's how Philly people. You, 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 see how you see that DBA? I know you see that DBA real quick. I just, cause everybody knows Philly. Don't get me wrong, I love Philly fans. I love my Philly sports. But one thing about me, whether they lose or not, I'm a diehard. I ain't gonna jump on the bandwagon. I'm gonna see a lot of Philly people. I say this, won't get me. They gonna, they're gonna hurt me if I say this, but. Philly people are a lot of bandwagoners. They, they're not true to the culture at hand. They try to be they, one minute they like it, then one minute they jump off it. And that's where we kind of, that's why a little bit at one time, we weren't on top when the music scene anymore because, I feel like sometimes our fakeness showed. And, you know, now we're starting to support a little bit more now and support a lot of Philly indie artists and, 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 and which come, and they're starting to support, uh, whatever, but even Ninja himself. Uzi, Everybody had to leave out out of Philly to go to ATL or down south to get big and then be supported more. And now Philly people on the bandwagon later. You know, it's always it's always that story, always the story of, of, of that brand. So it's kind of hard. Yeah, Philly being a Philly artist is very tough. But you always, but, but even in my music, you know that Philly love. I respect Philly, even though I I might sometimes. You know, I might, I might, you know, something I didn't like. what Philly did to me, or how they hurt me growing up. When I was a kid, but I've never let that, you know, defend me or the defend, the, 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 the defend me to say, oh, I hate Philly, I want to leave Philly, or I move to another city and I and, and fuck Philly and fuck Philly. Don't, don't never talk about Philly again. I always, even through the good and the bad, I've always talked good about Philly and I always supported Philly. And what we need to do is to get better, and how we, how to get better. all always my goal. Mm. So with that being mm. said, let's take it back full circle. Philly Love,
2: you actually talk about putting the violence down and bringing peace to the forefront in the song. Yes. What would happen if Philly got peaceful, unified, and moved as one force? What, what would Philly be like?
1: I think Philly would be like how it was going back in summertime when Will Smith put summertime out. I think that would be really back to that, but 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 something similar to that but stronger. You know what I mean? Or when Motel was getting Kenny, Kenny Gamble and Huff, and all of them in that era. I think it would be soulful and, and very strong. Uh, And the old J's and whatnot. I, I kind of was feeling really love because you know, in that time, a couple of years ago, that there, it was a incident that happened uh, with the, with the children at the, nurse, at the care or whatever. And on that block, with that big shooting, or whatever. I think it, it was all everybody saw it on the news. I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but. The big that big shooting, whatever, the guy on the, uh he was uh the cops came on the block and they would they would shoot out him and the guy was in the, the guy was in the house and the cops was around, they would just shoot each other. There was a whole big war and down the street of DK was right there, and it was just a blessing that nobody in DK got killed, whatever the case may be. And all the shooting, but then the cops, you know, got killed and and the gentleman finally turned himself in whatever the case may be and and, and could turn himself in what not. But, you know, I i that time I, I when all that happened so they went in a big the depression after that, that because that was right on. That was very big to hear that uh, on that block with, the families and people in their conference, saving people off the block and and helping a lot of uh, elderly and young uh, families and stuff like that. And you risking their lives to help people during that shootout. And for here, people here two, I think two to three cops get shot, and then you know, I think I think all those know. Standing members got, I think they all were safe. I don't know if a kid got shot or whatever, a baby or whatever, but just in general, that time was very, very big because it was all over the news and people were like, no, totally, it's it it's worse in Chicago and, and worse in Detroit and, and you know, all that stuff that was going on. And it was like, damn, you know, really you, when you, when you went on the subways and you drove and you walked in the neighborhood, it was a different vibe. A lot of people were very depressed after that. Yeah. And you know, what that—that's why I called. That's kind of why I did that song. I actually the original song is funny. I wanted it's a Chance of Rapper beat, but I actually wanted the Chance of Rapper beat that he did in the Olympics in two thousand six with uh, the twenty sixteen Olympics. When mm-hmm. he goes, people, people, we the people—that's what I wanted. I didn't want that beat, but I couldn't find it. That type of way. So what something similar to it was the beat in, um on YouTube, and when I mm-hmm. found it. I said, you know what, this is the only song I get because there's a sample of that beat. I wanted want a sample of that beat so bad, but I can't believe it there's no sample of it. I guess it never will be, but I really wish there was because that's kind of what I wanted. But I kind of still got the same message on what I wanted either, either way. So the song worked out well. That's kind of why I wanted to, to do that song because I wanted to bring love back in our, in our city again because there was a lot of stuff going on with that at that time. In the pressure. So that's of why I wanted to open the airwaves and, and use that song to bring people together in justice.
2: And with that being said, everybody, let's bring peace back. Let's not put our children in danger, and let's put Ooh. our community on our shoulders and make sure that we lift each other and keep the sound alive. With that being mm. said, Real well, Gs, give everybody your social media and how they can hear your music and get in contact with you. Social media, y'all,
1: is... Uh our uh, first name, Terrell Moore on Facebook. Terrell Moore, T-E-R-R-E-L-L. Last name, Moore, M-O-O-R-E, and Facebook. And Twitter and Instagram is G 21 is R-E-L-L-G-G-E-E-Z21. So R-E-L-L-G-G-E-E-Z21. So that's for Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Snapchat is Terrell Moore 46 my Snapchat name and and uh what else uh, pretty much that's it. And uh if you wanna look for my music, um, you type in my uh my government name Terrell Moore uh which I did, did in the beginning again T E R R E L L last name Moore M O O R E and when you put it in the search box I'm all over Uh Apple Music, Spotify, um Google, Amazon, Title, um our radio, Pandora, um, Triller, TikTok, uh, I- am YouTube, I'm all over, SoundCloud, everywhere. So, you know, y'all, so, you there's all the social media and there's all the music pages.
2: Alright everyone, so like I'm gonna say, it's good to stream the music, so go hear his music, but if there's a song that he has that you really like, purchase the music. You don't have to get a scratch off that day, you don't need a bottle of water every day. What you could do, so, if you uh, hear uh, a song that you like, Put the dollar down and spend the money because that way you show into his it. art and you give him a chance it. to give you more music. So if it's something that you like, buy it because, God forbid, we're going through storms right now with earthquakes and, and COVID-19s and all this other stuff. If the Internet ever went down and if you didn't purchase your music, you don't really have your music. So make sure you buy it so you have it. All right?
1: Oh, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all.
2: All right? And with that being said, it's time for the rapid-fire questions. You want to have some fun before we close out? Well,
1: let's do it.
2: All right, so here we go. The rapid-fire questions are not yes-no questions. These are questions that really show people your depth of who you are as an artist. I don't care about who got a fat butt on Instagram, who has the best barbershop, or who or who has the better guards, Philly or, um, or, or Brooklyn. I really don't care. And what I care about is... What's going to happen when you get into this game and, and make your dreams come true? You ready to go?
1: Oh, come on. Let's, Let's see if I'm ready.
2: First question. What song or album perfectly describes your life? And it has to be made by another artist, not in your own music.
1: Okay. Who's the artist in my life? Um, Trey Jones.
2: Alright, wait, what song or album is it?
1: Oh, on the song oh the song. On. Um, um Jesus. Um, what is that? Um I think it's uh album ready, the album ready and um Jupiter Love.
2: Okay, why you picked those?
1: Jupiter Love is my that's my I just my R&B's, R&B's ride.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, hey, that, that's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So my my next question is, who's the king of Philly and why did you pick him to be the king MC over the whole state?
1: Hmm. Well, I gotta, as much as people argue with me, but I gotta give me Mills the respect to do because me Mills, I did open the door for a lot of the young males it uh inspired him to, 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 to get their music career going up and he opened up a tool uh, for, to, to make it fun and swag again and bring the respect back to the city so I gotta give me notes okay
2: my next question is um if, no you know I'm gonna change the question for you my next mm-hmm. question is when hip hop and R&B artists collab. They usually at times have made classic music. What's the best mm. hip hop R and B collaboration ever?
1: Oh, ever. RB hip hop ever. There's so many, but, uh, but yeah, if we got to do one. Uh there's really so many, but if I had to do one
2: mm-hmm.
1: one on top of my head I think it would be the uh yeah uh, yeah by uh, Usher, Lil John and Ludacris. Oh, that's a great pick, though. That's a classic.
0: Hey.
1: Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, okay, that's okay.
2: Hey, it's your answers. There's no wrong answer, but that is a great, that's a classic song. When that song first came out, everybody didn't go crazy? Really? <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying?
1: Oh, uh, bring it back. we one the back. Lil Jon got the beat to make the booty go bang. <laughs> exactly. That was a great, that was a great song brilliant. that came out.
2: So, here's Whoa. my next question. You're good at music. You could pick this song. What's the best remix of all time?
1: Oh, the best remix of all time. Jeez. Oh. Woohoo, and there's so many of them. My God. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh. Man. Well, while you think about it, let's give some context. The remix is when we either change the beat to a song. Or added people to the song to give it a longer life. So, what song that was remixed is the best song ever? What's the best remix ever?
1: I want to let's let's go back to the nineties. I want to say Flavor Year.
2: Oh, that's Biggie. a good one. That's a
1: classic. Flavor Year, yes. When Diddy bring that and made Biggie on it. Don't be wrong. Craig Mack's original flow was good too. But when mm-hmm. you had Biggie and then uh, Buster and all of them a little eloquent, it was a different swag.
2: True indeed. But see, I have a question to ask you for that. That has indeed. feature artists on there. Those are guest 16s. So, you could arguably say somebody stole a song for Craig Mack and had a better verse to him on there. Correct? Uh, so you could arguably say that. So, I mean, you can you argue, so, yeah. you, you, you argue it. But see, there are, songs, yeah. there, there are songs where the guest 16 or the feature artist outshine the artist whose song it is. So I ask you, Rail Gs, who has the best guest 16 in hip-hop history? Guest
1: 16 in hip-hop history. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And and the artist might have outdid better than the the, the one who playing the song was? Yep. Uh, Good one. Uh, hmm. So many. I, I, I guess the guess is very better than than, than the original version of the song. I want to say I'll use take it. I I, I want to say uh uh we take it over by, by DJ Kelly with Lil Wayne. Everybody was a feature guest on different, different, different DJ guys do different artists on that song. But the original version, I've been it, but with the original, everybody always you know this favorite, the favorite favorite part was Lil Wayne's part. Okay. That's fine. When you, when you when you look when you, when you look at DJ when you look at that song, I mean everybody don't you guys, uh Akon, um um, you know, Pat Joe, Rick Ross, they all had good parts but Y'all remember. I <laughs> am the beast. Feed be me, rappers and Feed me, beast. You just, you just remember that little Wayne. That, that part will always, you know, legendary, come history. All right. There you go.
2: So then I have a question to ask you then. If you're going to make your dream song, who's going to be on the beat? Who's on the song with you? Who does the beat? And dead or alive, no restrictions. How do you make your perfect song of a whole? Ooh, I
1: mean, who's going to do my beat? We want to be an artist, and I Well.
2: Get her alive.
1: No restriction. Yeah. Get her alive. Um, I'm going to probably use Timberland as my producer. At okay. least Timberland. And okay. an artist. I, think I have so many. But I would probably use Jada Kiss. Say that again? Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. I said I would probably use Timberland as my producer, right? And I would, and, and, and for my artist, rap artist would be Jadakins, Kids, but rap artist will be Jaden Kids, but but R and B be Chris Brown. All
2: right, so then we can have them both: Jadakins, Kids, Chris Brown, you and Timberland. What's up?
1: Let's do it! I
2: All right, know, let's I was, do it.
1: I think we're gonna make that's
2: put it out there in the air, y'all heard it. Let's put it out there in the air. <laughs> so, so, my next question is this: Where would Real G's want to hear his music that would surprise him and help him, and let him know that he made it? Where would that place be? Ooh. If I
1: if you said hear or, it or, or where would it or, 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 or perform it? either
2: way you want to take it, go ahead.
1: Okay. I think I the day when I perform at at the, at Well Fargo, at the Well Fargo Stadium in Philly, I think is when I that's when I think I'll come to grips, or at Lincoln Financial Field, like what Beyonce and Kevin Hart did. If I if I do something like that, that's how I know I think I I feel like I'll rise. All
2: right. Hey man. Keep working and striving towards your dreams because nobody, everybody tells you no, is hating on you. only you can tell yourself no and live with it. So, hey, exactly. I, 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 if that's what you want, I may mean, you go get it. Because if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. Either way, you're right. So it's exactly. on you, bro. All right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. With
2: that being said everybody we are with Rail Gs make sure you go support them by streaming the album uh, the um, EP the album project The Freshman out right now on all streaming media but make sure if you find someone you like purchase them. purchase the art now Rail G this has been a pleasure interviewing you and we've come to the last question of the interview which is the most important question of the interview are you ready for it Ooh. I'm ready,
1: ready, ready, ready. I always
2: ask this question at the end of the first interview. So if there's anything you want to do, and you come back and do another project or something, Heritage Hip Hop is open, and we'll we'll have this conversation when, when you're when you're ready. All right. Yo. All right. So here's the final question. One day you're not gonna walk on the earth anymore, and you're gonna return to the Most High. Before we go, we continue. May that not happen anytime soon. We wish love, life endurance on you, your family, your seeds, and anybody else that's around your family. We don't wish death on anyone. So with that being said, a thousand years from now, you're not going to be on this planet anymore. And in Philly, right? There's going to be um the seventy sixers are going to win a championship, right? And there's going to be a parade. There's going to be a parade. And somebody's going to um somebody's going to flip over a car and and, and, and the and the car It's an old car. It has like a a, 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 a CD MP3 player in it because they don't even use those no more. And when they flip the car over, the car radio goes bananas in the middle of the street. During that riot, your music comes on and people jam to your music. The most important question I ask you is, by introducing your music to a new generation of people a thousand years from now, what is the legacy that you left behind that made the world better
1: because you did music? I believe you said I. How you know, say The last part again. How do you? you say, I don't feel like I said, know, "What
2: is know. the legacy you left behind that made the world better because you did music?"
1: What is the legacy that I left? Uh, I, I, I guess the great legacy I left is the good, uh, good, good quality, good, good, good lasting, great quality. Versatile music. All right. So uh, for everybody out there, be good, be
2: great, and bring quality to your life with everything that you do. This is Caress right. from Heritage Hip Hop. Right. With Real G's, Philly, yeah. stand up and get that Philly love. The yeah. freshmen has, the freshmen's here ready to graduate, and we have some years to put in. <laughs> so make sure you support the yeah. man and support the music. And with that, we say peace, and we peace. out.
0: Day, after hearing such a great interview it causes me to take time to say respect your fathers out there everybody we always hear these stories of men who don't take care of their children but what about the men that do take care of their seeds and inspire their seeds for greatness Real G's helped bring that out by not only giving his dad a shout out but we, we wanted to dedicate this episode to our dads you know our fathers are very special in our lives and For those of you who have children, be a father to your child and really be there. Because being a father doesn't mean that you just make a kid. It means that the child that you have created, you give them inspiration and they learn from you as their lives continue. That's what makes you a father. It's not that you've made them, it's how you inspire them even when you're not in their physical presence. So, shout out to all the fathers out there. And we recently celebrated hip hop's birthday. So, salute to the father of the modern hip hop culture, Cool Herc. May the most I always bless you. And we need to honor our father by doing something for Cool Herc. Using our influence in our culture to give thanks to somebody who gave us not only careers, but brought the world together under one sound so that we all may be heard and get recognized by the powers that be. With that being said, this episode is brought to you by Transparent Credit Repair, the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world. If you're looking to fix your credit and get out of debt, contact Transparent Credit Repair at www.transparentcreditrepair.com and you can call them at 862-250-5122 and tell them Heritage Hip Hop sent you. Before we get out of here, let's give a shout out to our team. Shout out to Fatty's Place, our virtual assistant let's give a shout out to fire jaws our resident MC, who does marketing promotion and placement to lex diamonds and adiar aka big a who do their own movements and shows diamonds entertainment llc d-i-e-m-e-n-z entertainment llc on instagram and the big a show season one on youtube at a-h-d-a-y-a-r and season two coming soon All right, man, we about to get out of here, but before we do, you can follow us at www.heritagehiphop.com. Become a member of the website, and you get the Jersey Series playlist number two featuring the old 50 boys. And Heritage Hip Hop playlist four is coming out very soon. This is the month of August. This is a very important month for Heritage Hip Hop as we drop our award show. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a link tree uh, just go there and you Follow us, hit the notification bells and, and all the subscriptions And put likes on the videos and the comments And you will see what we have coming The award show is a very big deal Where we highlight the hip hop culture With our project of the year, artist of the year And our Govmatic award We'll get a podcast about that coming soon We thank you for following us We thank you for your support And we thank you for everything that you do To help Heritage Hip Hop grow uh, Shout out to just you because we are god's heritage hip-hop is part of god and that's what makes us the heritage of hip-hop and we celebrate this and you so with that being said everybody out there that's listening stay tuned for greatness we're going to episode 100 now since that we passed 50 with your help we say peace thank you and we out